0: hello everyone and welcome to baby steps i'm recording this on sunday afternoon um, the new schedule i've been using has been monday night but uh, this week is a little bit different uh, so this week again i have my life group sunday night Uh didn't really want to record the pod after eight o'clock and then monday which is halloween the church is having trunk or treat Um, I'm helping out with it. I actually have a trunk, so, uh, no real time on Monday to record it, so we're doing this Sunday afternoon. Again, though, uh, again, I truly thank everyone for listening, supporting the podcast, uh, you know, letting me know that that they enjoy it. Um, again, this is, this is just me being real, and, uh, I certainly do appreciate all the support and for the uh, podcast. Um, I guess we'll start off with kind of a continuation of last week. And this is really something that has been bothering me for the last probably three weeks or so. And it's just, just this overwhelming feeling of loneliness. And again, as I mentioned uh, last week, I love the church. I love all the people that are in it. I love the town that I live in. But being a single guy in an area where there are a lot of families, and at a church where there's a lot of families, I won't lie. It sucks sometimes. Like today, um, I went to church, and got there, was sitting there, and uh, Pastor Dave asked me if I would uh, run the streams, I had no problem with I was actually in a halfway feeling pretty good and then I got back to the room to set everything up for the streams and as more and more people came in it was just it just overwhelmed me with this feeling of just you know after church today you're gonna go home and there's gonna be no one there. And I mean there are times where I I like you know this is nice. I can I can do what I want, eat what I want, watch what I want. But then there's just been these other times where I just wish that there was someone here with me that I could talk to. Have a good day or have uh, you know something exciting, have have someone to talk to. Have a bad day, you know, have someone to talk to because not, not everyone will have time to talk to me. And I don't want to be a burden on people before because that's what got me in trouble with with some of my friends at my last church up in Des Moines was that, you know, my my wife at the time just didn't want to, there she was going through her own things. She just didn't want to talk, so I had no one to talk to. So I tried to keep talking to people. And it's not bad if it's every other day or every couple of days or whatever. But there's a lot of times when I was going through a lot that I needed to talk to someone every day. And that burns people out. Maybe that doesn't sound right. But um, it's just, you know, everyone wants someone to love. And, you know, the feeling of, you know, I see all these couples and all these families and it's like, man, Scott, you failed twice. So I was back there and I, again, I don't use names, but the, the person that is in charge of uh, running the streams on Sunday, she showed up and partway through the service, she came back and asked if everything was OK. At this point, I was About to start crying. And. She's like. Is everything okay? And I was like. Well yes. And you know. With the stream is fine. But you know. I just. I just unloaded everything out on her. It's amazing how God works though. Because I just planned on going to church. I'm sure. Why, we, if I would, if I hadn't have been doing the streams, if I would have sat out there, same feelings would have came, and I wouldn't have known who to talk to. I probably just would have kept it all in. But we talked for a little bit, and some of our talk matched up with what the sermon was a little bit, but brought up a lot of good points. So, and a lot of this ties into last week, too, with predestination and all that sort of stuff. And originally, all of this started with a, with the a simple question of, God has a path for us, but we all drift away from the path. We have new experiences, meet those people, and that sort of thing. But were we predestined to meet those people and have those experiences... And the question was, if we would have been following God's path, would we have ever met them? And then that leads into another question that I've been asking. A couple of questions is, why am I alone? And and another question is, am I destined to be alone forever? Valid questions. Um, I mean, I guess one of the points that was made to me today was... "Or Am I really alone? I guess, well, no. Technically, I'm not. God's with me. And I guess that's maybe where this needs to all start. And a lot of it really just slapped me right in the face. Because as much as I'm trying... I'm still trying to fill that hole, that missing piece with someone else. And this brought up some really good questions. Does God want me to be alone at this point? And the other good question was yeah, that that she asked me was well your two marriages were they based on faith were they based on God well they they weren't it's like well they started on bad foundation just funny because part of the sermon today was the end of the sermon on the mount and he was talking about foundations one house is built on rock the other One was built on sand, and when the storms came in, the one that built on rock stayed, and the ones that built on sand crumbled. There's talk of the personal relationship with God, and this brought up another question. Do I need to be okay with it just being me and God? Before I can have anyone else. And I think that's a darn good question. And I think that's the question that he's not asking me. But he's telling me, he's like, hey, you know. You need to be right with me first. And she brought up a good point too. Is if you're not right with God, then. You can't get into another relationship with someone else because you're supposed to be the leader. And if you're not solid, then how is that going to work? And it all just makes sense. Or it makes sense where everything happens for a reason And she told me part of her story and everything and it led and, and I'm again i'm not going to get into specifics but there are some bad things that happen but it all led to a greater good and she's like well was i predestined for all this stuff to happen yeah because it led me to do this It's all going to tie back around to predestination. So so follow me here. But to stay with this. Statement that she said really stuck with me. Because originally I started all of this with. Or one of the things I started this with is. Why am I alone? But here's something key that she said to me. and 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 this is maybe maybe the question isn't why am i alone maybe the question should be why do i get to be alone and then the if you ask that when you put that question that way Then the rest of it falls into place. Why do I get to be alone? God wants me to start a personal relationship with him. And do I need to be okay with just me and him before I can have anyone else? I think, well, that's an overwhelming yes. This is his way of kind of said hey Scott you know I get it but if any of this is going to work you got to be okay with me first you have a whole I'll fill that nobody else can and it makes a lot of sense because throughout my life I've tried And it didn't work. And the other question was, was I, am I destined to be alone? Forever. There's no answer to that question. But I think a better way and the better question is, Was I destined to be alone at this time? And I think the answer is yes. Because he wants me to work on me and him first. If I can't have a relationship with God, I can't have a relationship with anyone else. This is all why'm listening to service today and running the streams. God had a purpose. God knew what was on my mind. God knew what was going to happen today. And he put someone in place to have a talk with me, to help me. And this all ties around to predestination. And I broke it down for really simple to where I'm at in this. I started with, was I predestined to meet the people that I did, both my wives, other people? Or if I would have followed God's will, would I have ever met them? Well, what did I learn in my studies? Well, there's two different types of two different theory, main theories of predestination, Calvinism and Arminianism. Calvinism again basically says that God has determined the select his chosen ones and they're the ones that he will follow, he will protect and make sure that they stay on his path to get to heaven. If you're not one of the chosen, you're out of luck. There's no way to get back to that. That makes absolutely no sense to me. Arminianism is more what I'm familiar with. God gives us our free will that allows us to make our own choices. with us hopefully they come back to him but again there's a lot of main scriptures and calvinism reads this scripture this way but arminianism reads it this way and if you read two or three more more verses after that it makes arminianism make more sense and really what i've come to it looks like just both of these, and, I, and I'll be, they're both named after people. Calvin and Ar- Armini. uh Who is it? I have it right here, I think. Uh, one of them, it's Jacobus Arminius, and he was a Dutch theologian. Both these guys uh, lived in the 1500s. Calvin is also known as Reformed Theology. John Calvin, and he was a French theologian. And I'm sure both of these men were very smart, very intelligent, very brilliant. I'm not saying I know more than them. But really from what I know on this, and again, these are both very deep subjects that could take years of study on. So this is just based off of my base knowledge of it. But to me, it just seems like both of them are really based on interpretations of what the Bible said. And again, this is, this is Scott Daly. This, this, isn't any, this isn't based off anything of what I know about this, what I've just explained to you for the last 15 minutes, and this is the conclusion that I've come to. Maybe both of them aren't wrong or right. And maybe, just maybe, and I'm sure someone much smarter than me, much more brilliant than me has come up with this. But maybe, just maybe, God doesn't work by theory. Theory. And maybe he works with showing the best way to convey his message is to show people their path is not the right way. Thus, if you look to the tie it in with me. Not following God's path. Getting into two marriages. And again, no disrespect to anyone that I've been married to or ever been with. Getting into relationships That we're not built on solid foundations. Does God want us to go through pain? No, he doesn't. But sometimes it is a necessity for us to learn and to come back to him to build that relationship. It's part of the sermon today, too. Where Pastor Dave even said, he goes, you know, people will come to me and say, you know, really going through it. And... And we're all taught that going through bad things is a it's a bad thing. But really, what what it seems to say in the Bible is no, it's something that you should rejoice in. Because in those bad times comes growth, comes learning, comes moving in moving towards the relationship that you're supposed to have with God. Because it's not going to be easy. So that's what Pastor Dave keeps saying. Following God's path is not going to be easy. It's going to lead to struggle. It's going to lead to pain. It's going to lead to a lot. And I'm just as guilty as everyone else. When bad things happen, it is sad. It is frustrating. It is very hard to say, you know what? Thank you, God, for this hard time. But maybe that's what I'm getting out of all of this. Is that it's not about what some theologian said in the 1500s. Because maybe that's it. God does not work on a theory. God is up there saying, you know what? You're not going where I want you to go. Okay, I'm going to let this happen. You're going to go through some tough times and that's going to help you learn to lead you back to me. I love you, but I'm going to let this happen. I don't have to. I don't really want to. But sometimes it's necessary for you to learn those lessons. And I'm someone that's always felt that that I'm pretty intelligent. That's not me patting myself on the back as you know, as I said before pat on the back is three feet away from a kick in the butt. But I've studied a lot of different things in my life. And I think this came up with this came to me today too because I just started reading Proverbs and that's the book of wisdom. And it brings up Uh, The last thing I want to talk about today is intelligence versus wisdom. Intelligence is defined by the ability to think logically, to conceptualize, and abstract from reality. Otherwise, basically, learning. Wisdom is the ability to grasp human nature. Or easy way to put it, taking what you learn and applying it to life. And you can go down a rabbit hole of which one is better, which one is... Quite honestly, you need both. But as humans, it, it doesn't always work out that way. And it made sense to me too when I first came because a couple shows ago I talked about how a couple verses in Proverbs came to me, and Pastor Dave's like, Yeah, Proverbs, that's you know, the book of wisdom. And I can't remember the character's name, but God gave him a choice. You can have anything that you want. Whatever you want, you can have. And he chose wisdom. And now this makes total sense. Because you could be the smartest person in the world, but if you don't know how to apply it, it really means nothing. Case in point, myself. By late elementary school, I was reading anatomy books, I was reading. Physics books, I was reading sports books, I was learning so much stuff. But I had no idea how to apply it to anything. So what I knew about anatomy and and injuries and that sort of stuff. But I didn't have any direction, any... And really it was me acquiring knowledge to make myself feel good... Because other things in my life were not making me feel good. The best way to put it is, learning needs to be matched with empathy. Whatever you're learning, you have to have a reason and a way to tie it into how to apply it to other people and to yourself. Through some of a little bit of reading on this, this really stood out. Intelligence developed without empathy, that intelligence becomes arrogant. And that really was me to a T. I was learning all of this stuff because I wanted to feel smarter and I wanted to feel smarter than other people because it made me feel good. Because other aspects of my life were not making me feel good at all, and I did not feel good about myself. And you can look at all of this that I've been doing here. Well, aren't you acquiring knowledge now, Scott? What's the difference? And the difference is I want to learn this stuff. But not because I want to learn it because I want to feel better about myself. One, a lot of this stuff came to me from God. It's like, hey, I want you to read this and I want you to learn this so you can teach it. And that's the thing. I don't have all the answers. I'm learning all this stuff. I'm still trying to learn how to apply it. And maybe this is part of that application, this 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 podcast. I have a chance to share with you what I've learned, how it ties into me and in my life and how I used to be and how I can be in the future. So maybe that's the part of the application right here. Is that I'm learning this and talking to you about it So that maybe if it's something that you're going through or someone that you know is going through, it can help. So really when it comes down to ideally in a perfect world, you're intelligent and you're wise. Some of us don't all get there. Can I say that I have some intelligence? Yes. Can I say that I'm wise? I'm getting there. But that's where this is so exciting to me. is before I was just cramming my head full of stuff. And not knowing what to do with it. And sometimes it'd come out at the worst times. And people look at me like, okay, thanks, weirdo. And now I'm learning all this stuff and stuff. Because it seems to me, and from what God's been talking there is a purpose for this. I don't know what it is. Pastor Dave says he feels that there's some sort of pull towards the ministry, but I don't know what that means yet. I know this is part of it. But it's something that makes me want to know more. I've had so many things swirling around that I wanted to get started. I finally started Proverbs. I got I I've read Proverbs 1. My goal is to read through all of it and then start digging in and studying it a little bit more. But just like I said, today, there are other plans in this. If you look at this and if you've listened to the last probably like three episodes of the show, now you can see where all of that is tied back in. Like for most of this morning while I was at church, I was wanting to cry because I did not want to be alone. And there's a part of me that I'm almost starting to cry now, but it's not because I don't want to be alone It's because for the first time in my life, I'm feeling some sort of purpose. You know, what I'm doing now isn't just to make myself feel good. Does it make me feel good? Yes, but it makes me feel good in a different way. It makes me feel that there's actually some sort of plan for me and where this is going to take me. And it's also a a really big knock to the head of, hey, you know what? Instead of worrying and wondering, why am I alone? To go back to it, why do I get to be alone? Will I get to be alone because there's more work on me that needs to be done? Mentally, spiritually, I'm gonna start working on the physical as well. If you've seen me, I'm not exactly in the greatest of shape. I think I, I've made the I've made the decision I'm gonna get into cycling. Um and talk to my dad. He has a bike for me. And what we're gonna work on is getting a trainer so that during the winter I can hook my bike up to it and turn it into a into an exercise bike. And then the plan is, is I'm going to get this app called Zwift where with a little sensor that I can get to put on the bike, I would be able to do training programs and then eventually could do actual races with people around the world all from my, from my bedroom. So it'd be a good way for me to get into shape during the winter and then come spring I'll be ready to rock and roll and get out on the road and ride. So if any of you listening are into bike riding or cycling or know people that are, um, let me know. Um, But I think that's going to wrap it up today. Uh, Again, I I can't say it enough. Thank you for all the support. Many different ways you can get the podcast. You can get it on anchor.fm. Google Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, and Amazon Music. Also, way to reach me. uh, my name is Scott Daly, S-C-O-T-T-D-A-I-L-E-Y. You can get me on Facebook. I live in Knoxville, Iowa. You can also email me, Scott the number seven at gmail.com. Questions, comments. Um, if you know people that are into cycling, that would that would uh, wouldn't mind teaching a newbie. Um, definitely, anything is appreciative. Again, thank you, everyone. Uh, next week, I'll be back on the normal schedule. Um, so uh, we'll be back on Monday for the release. But again, I appreciate everyone. Thank you very much.